Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And I am Inanna Moon, and we are here today with Lori St. Clair, who's visiting us again. She is a wonderful astrologer, and she's also a holistic healing practitioner, and today's topic is energetic healing, or actually today's topic is healing of all kinds. So we will channel in whatever, <laughs> whatever needed. we need today. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Perfect. So I'm sitting with two healers because um, you are a Reiki healer. Reiki Shinkung. Yes, but I, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Like I was about to dive in. <laughs> like, um, it, it has seemed to me that um, everything has become about healing today because we're, go- we're in a world of people and situations and arenas that are not just sitting status quo and comfortable, but are either falling apart or rising. And all of that requires rebalancing, regrouping, and healing. Anyway, everything I do seems to relate to that. Totally. And Lori, what about you? No, I totally agree, Anana, yeah. is that... Um, Anything can really be healing. Um, It just depends on the consciousness that you bring to it. Um, You know, I do do certain healing modalities like the astrology and mediumship, which Inanna does as well. And Mm -hmm. I do Reiki and, you know, I'm trained in massage and reflexology. Um, But really... These days, you know, people but people are waking up, and that's great. But, yeah. you know, as you wake up, you think about when you're sleeping. When you're waking up, you have to reorient yourself. And yeah. so, so that's really what people are doing right now. Blink, 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 mm-hmm. and try to... Yeah, wow. Ooh, so is this the modal- room I fell asleep in? Yeah, what exactly. What modalities do you use then? I know, I know that Reiki is in there, but again, what else do you... What other forms do you use? You know, when I do, um, I don't do as much, um, you know, tactical, physical, (laughs) tactical sounds military, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, healing modalities as I used to. But now I really do the healing through um, astrology. And when I do that, I use, um, you know, the intuition. I'm very psychic and a medium. And I try to just be open to whatever... The, where the person is and what the person needs and, yes. you know, trusting that the information that that person most needs to hear at that time is what's going to come through. And, you know, I think I just said this a few minutes ago and sorry if I did, because sometimes I'll just start channeling stuff and then I'll forget that, <laughs> you know, I've said that I've where actually <laughs> yeah, argued with somebody. I didn't say that. Um, but the, the thing about, you know, people, I think it's so important that we can all recognize that just being present for someone this could be at the grocery store if you're just present for somebody and Mm -hmm. you know that you recognize them and say hello people just want to be recognized they want to be acknowledged and just you know a simple hello or holding the door for somebody can be healing it could change everything exactly 
I was thinking of exactly that driving in this awesome. morning. And I was replaying, I think there might have been something on the radio but about about um, being present in the world, but the thing that came in was how I've wanted, how I personally have wanted to change, but I'm noticing around me how people are changing and being present for one another. And yes, that's my thought about, yes, I could, I could meet someone um, in a, in a room, a massage therapy room where I'm also, where I'm doing Reiki, or I'm just being open to whatever someone needs with the tools that I've been given or the tools I've learned to be there for someone. But what I was thinking about was just how beautiful it's actually become in the world. People have decided I know that some people made a decision at the beginning of the year to be kinder, but that I'm seeing like in the grocery stores um, and shops and different places I might be, how people are actually making a point of saying, are you all right? Are you well? Aww. How are you doing? Can I help? I, I was in a grocery store one evening and I had four different clerks say, can I help you? Do you are you finding everything? And I'm like, either... Either they had a talking to or this is kind of amazing. But I got I got that they were just being very kind and people making going out of their way to say, excuse me, as you know, as we walk around one another, as we move around. I'm seeing so much more of that. And I then um, it may be but I, I actually do believe, actually, that it's it's what we're going through in the world. And it has felt quite unkind and. Um, difficult, and so people want to make it a little easier for one another. I'm wondering because um, we were talking, and we've been talking that right now we're at a, I want to say a crossroads, right? Everything mm -hmm. politically, environmentally, people communicating. It's it's we're at a tense moment, right? So things are going to have to dissolve to rebuild, correct? Um, for sure. I, you know, um, to pinpoint it on any one specific thing, I think that people in, you know, personally and people in, you know, in the mass consciousness are always, um, changing, always growing. And, uh, but nowadays it's just very evident that more people at the same time are um, coming into awareness and mm -hmm. um, and looking for answers and also, you know, seeking to improve their lives and hopefully the lives of others. But of course, um, you know, we go to extremes where to gauge anything, it's like chasing, you know, it's like, <laughs> okay, right there, cruising <laughs> the light <laughs> and shadow yes, is and that... Just... You can't have one without the other. Exactly. And the thing is, is that right now we are seeing a lot of darkness and uh, a lot of tyranny and, you know, things that are, you know, not um, what we would call pleasant. And the thing is, because they're coming up, we are able to look at those and we are able to heal those and we're able to come up with some better answers. So... Mm -hmm. But I found it interesting that since we are all going through this together, mm -hmm. it's interesting that this um, this year has also been one of the hardest hit flu seasons. And I'm wondering, it, can it well, 
Uh, boy, that's a whole nother that's podcast, lady. Huge. For me, um, because I have I have very strong feelings about, um, uh, and people will disagree, but the immunizations and them really not um, working. And like I said, I know people will disagree, and that's what we're all here for is to have different opinions, different opinions. and you know that's that fine. you know mm-hmm. different opinions um, help. Um, tolerance and understanding. Uh, but the thing is, is that I, because people are dealing with so much um, externally, internally, I've, I've noticed that people are really stressed. They're not taking enough time for themselves. We have so much technology, which is um, meant to make our lives easier. But because um, it enables us to do so many more things uh, quicker um, as particularly, you know, as Americans, we um, just keep adding on. You know, it's more, more, more. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, to me, having its rightful place of you make uh, – it makes your life easier so that you can actually have the time for the creative pursuits and the relaxing and the connecting. Connecting you know, with a real person, exactly. with a live person. With In a person. Live, yes, <laughs> exactly. Not so, through text. So that's very, I think that's part of the stress and why people are getting um, sick. They're getting sick and, and they're kind of staying sick. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of expectation on what people should be doing and they don't allow themselves to rest. And And it's... And yes, it's about rest, but you will remain sick if you don't stop and address whatever the issues are, whatever the issue might be or issues might be for you personally. And we're in a habit, talk about patterns and habits. If you're in the habit of just running no matter what, well, I have to go to this soccer game or I have to do this for somebody else and I've done it every day, so nothing's going to stop me now, even though I'm hacking my lungs out and (laughs) I have no energy and I've had this thing I've called a cold for three weeks, but actually what it's doing is turning into the flu or pneumonia. And if you don't stop... Um, it will stop you. And that's just, that's karma. That's the cause and effect that I was talking about when we when we had an episode on, on karma. The light and shadow that we're talking about cruising through must come together, and they form the equal and opposite reactions that get talked about. So if you don't stop down... Um, and, and Lori was saying this too, the lessons will just keep coming and coming mm-hmm. and piling up. That's what, that's what illness is. That's what all illness is, whether it's about trauma or stress. Um, it's, it, it ends up in the physical, but I believe it starts Definitely. in a much higher place. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. in consciousness, uh, where you are in your consciousness, where you are in your thoughts, in your thought patterns. Do those need to be addressed? Do you need to be forced to stop down to have a thought just to say, this is where I am, this is what I'm dealing with. I may have to lay everything down to come back to my center, my core, my equilibrium. Um, and people, some, a lot of people won't do that until they drop. But... If you can start to do it now, I notice notice with this flu, everyone that I've, um, whether I've worked with them or whether it's been 
other people that I just kind of know, friends, um, if if they've had the flu for a couple of weeks, I'll stop talking. No, 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 we're totally relating. We're totally agreeing. If they've had the flu for two or three weeks and they finally did stop down and then they just push themselves again, they'll go, okay, well, it seems like it might be going away. I'll just get up and go. And then here it comes back again. Mm -hmm. And now more this one, even, I mean, I saw it in the, I've seen it in the past um, cycles of flus and colds, but it'll come back again. And now it's coming back again and And again and stronger. Um, So many things are transpiring energetically to say you need to listen. (laughs) You need to see what's going on. And it's the individual and then the family and then the neighborhood and the community and on. Globally, yeah. Yeah. Right. And and I'm glad that you brought that up about you need to listen. And Sheila Marie, you were saying about, you know, we touched on the disconnection from, you know, the human interaction. And what happens when you get sick? You have to tend to your body. Mm. And so many people have not been tending to the physical body. You know, everybody's on the Internet. Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's watching TV. Everything is outside of yourself. And when all of your energy is outside of yourself, there's no energy, you know, for the body to run. People have gotten become so disconnected with the wisdom of the body, you know, even just going outside and connecting with nature. You know, we've we've got a lot of people living in cities, living in apartments, you know, it, people don't farm like they used to farm. There's a lot of disconnect. Um, between just human inter- interaction, which we know is so healing. You know, the you can see when, you know, babies are born, the ones that are held right away and cradled, mm-hmm. you know, they develop yes. faster. Um, and, and that goes throughout life. You know, um, when I did do massage um, professionally, uh, I would have certain clients, you know, I remember the first time I had a woman come in and she started crying. And I was thinking, oh, my God, what is this? And she said, it's been so long since I've been touched. And, you know, it makes me teary. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is going way back. It still makes me teary to think about that, how, you know, we take, we can take these things for granted, but they are just so necessary. And I think when people get sick, we've disconnected from our soul. You know, our, our body is the temple of our soul. And we need to take care of it. We need to honor it and and take that time, you know, the societal expectations on what you should be achieving. And especially because everything's on the Internet and people post, oh, my life is so great and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And, <laughs> Look at them, you know, and and what and, and, and in real in real time, you know, you're on the they're on the floor having a nervous <laughs> breakdown, <clears throat> you know. And, 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 and I think that is something that's real and, and people put a lot of pressure on themselves and it's so important and particularly uh, because there's been a lot of breakdown with the government, with insurance and what's going to be called, you know, covered under health care. Um, and I think a lot of that kind of points back towards people being their own advocates and getting into mm. what is real and you know is my food real you know mm. is my are my relationships real 
Um, you know, there's oh a lot goodness. about substance yes. and what really nurtures you. Mm-hmm. And we had talked a little bit before about astrologically, there will be a very big shift coming up in May when one of the major planets yes. shifts signs. The planet Uranus uh, <laughs> will be moving out of Aries and into the sign of Taurus. Uh, the middle of May, and that will be very significant. Like, it'll, it'll, it, Uranus deals with, um, you know, it is the planet of lightning and thunder. It's about awakenings and revolution. And as it moves into Taurus, Taurus is um, one of the planets that is all about, you know, the tangible, um, the body, you know, all the senses, what I can see, what I can smell, what I can feel. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of, changes around people's values you know their whole value system Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um money you know things that are very very much about how we support ourselves and there's going to be a big awakening about that but there there will be some big shakeups um i did mention i'm not a mundane astrologer that's world (laughs) politics but you know just the whole thing of really getting back to basics is going to be very much up front so when we do get back to basics, you know, it's like you take care of yourself. You brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. You put on your... Simplifying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Simplifying. Not in denial. Mm-hmm. Right. Not not in denial. And we will not be able to be in very much denial then. Like, so. Interesting. Because that comes. There will be... There are plenty of people who say, let me, you know, they'll, they'll come in for sessions saying, um, I want to... They have some instinct about wanting to get a jump on being in a better place with themselves and so forth. But, but when you get to a point where everything just starts to break down, people have, have no choice but to notice what's happening. And then you have to make um, it better. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And people will panic and For sure. be fearful. Um, I, I just have this strong, you know, Perhaps I'm an ever hopeful person, but I just have this strong thought with all the people that I see who are doing whatever their spirituality is, their practices, um, they're finding their balance and their healing are holding space for others who are kind of fl- flying <laughs> willy-nilly around the world with with and and you know what Nani, I don't want to I don't want to demonize doing what you love and having fun with um, social media and technology and so forth but at some point if there is oh heaven help us if there is a breakdown that there will always be and it's actually historically accurate when people are I'm, you know, I'm I'm on social media now because I felt like I kind of needed to learn about it. I just wanted to learn about it, but I find it extraordinary how much time people take. Mm-hmm. It goes um, like that. And and but but I also listen. You know, all of this all of this yoga that I and so many people have studied, and all of all of our ancient traditions for healing and balance and well-being that are still here that people use become a foundation or a platform for things that fall apart for problems that arise for for people the, again i keep coming back to that light and shadow <laughs> um, where there is a light to hold what mm-hmm. has not been in balance and what is not working for people 
to come back to the basics, the simplicity. Um, it's we we are going through the hardest time. I'm actually this is quite. It's the fessing up of would I have ever wanted a president like we have at this time? However, I sure have to say everything that is broken is being pointed up because of the situation we're in. Everything that doesn't work, everything that wasn't in place, he's he's a catalyst. He's a um, he's a. <laughs> a pawn tool. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> he, a tool he is a tool. For, He's an agent an of agent. chaos. There we're, we go. we're going back yes. to get smart, but he is an, an agent, agent of chaos. And an agent for change. Then, exactly. Because chaos is nothing but creativity exactly. and change waiting to be ordered. Exactly. I, I agree completely. So I he's think stirring that's the gift. everything yeah. up. He's, he's the and, tornado stirring everything. Right. Up. And can I jump in there? Please, um, can I jump please. into the tornado? Yeah. <laughs> um, is, Leap right in. <laughs> it, it is, it is, I think that's such a great point that you're making, Inanna, is that it's just the consciousness that you bring to something. The consciousness that you bring to anything is, yes, you know, all of these things are being brought out into the light and they may not, you know, they they're, some, things not are, <laughs> some things are not so pretty. But yes. you have the opportunity to be proactive instead of reactive. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, part of staying healthy and wellness is that you are able to master your mind and yes. be proactive instead of reactive. And, uh, you know, if you can be completely neutral, that's great. Then you're the Buddhist, you know, Zen master. Now you've, yes, but, you've reached that level. You know, exactly. But the thing is, is to... For people, I think it's so important that people keep in mind that, you know, you can't control anything, anything. You can't control (laughs) everything. You can't control, all you can control is you and your mind. And people get so caught up in the fear, like you said. And, and, you know, how is this going to end? And they have that attachment to outcome. Mm -hmm. Very much. Why did this happen? Right. And and to me. To me. To me. It's it's all about me. me. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's the first place you're going to go. Yeah. But, But that fear is, um, you know, again, putting that power outside of you, putting the energy outside yes. of you, and you are not able to manage your own energy. And, and often, because so many people, like you said, are going off the rails, um, that you, you know, it's, it's just out there so that it's almost like we're swimming in it, and then you take on other people's energy and other people's yeah. fears, and you don't recognize it, and you don't recognize it as not being your own, and then you're thinking, why am I so anxiety? And that's why a spiritual practice definitely right now is so important. And even, you know, if if you don't want to call it a spiritual practice, if you have something physical, tangible that you can do, mm-hmm. like the yoga or the working out um Meditation. Meditation. Something yes. that grounds you mm-hmm. is going to so improve your wellness. And like I have mentioned mm-hmm. before, this is definitely um, meditation for me is a public service. <laughs> I okay? love that. So, you know, just keep that in mind. You know, whatever it is that you can do to help yourself. Mm-hmm. will help always, everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> it's the ripple effect. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So. And again, I, I do like, I want to make that point that it doesn't, you, you don't have to go out and take Tai Chi and <laughs> right. Qigong and so forth. The people that talk about just walking 
in their neighborhood and looking at nature. Yes, appreciating. Um, gardening, um, um, anything you do that allows you to have quiet time for yourself. You know, we talk about when I teach meditation, the first thing <laughs> I say is two times, 20 minutes a day, two times a day, take some time out to unknot your belly Ooh, or wherever, like visual. wherever it is you hold your stress, you know, let mm. your shoulders drop is and okay? breathe and <laughs> ah, <laughs> totally. read something or just sit, just sit quietly. Take, and you honestly, I would say turn off, <laughs> turn off your phone, turn off the TV because that's taking your attention and things are nodding up. Actually, <laughs> things in your body are stressing when you're watching or listening to these things. So it's just turning everything off and, Letting yourself be there. Well, technology is laughing at us, literally, because what was it today in the news? The Amazon dot or Alexa? Oh, Alexa. 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 Was that laughing? Mm -hmm. Oh, that was horrifying. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, turn it off, just like you're saying. Turn it off. (laughs) Well, exactly. And it just gives you space for you. You know, it's like you said. What do I think? What is going on? Exactly. Let me just look Turning at within. where I am right now and just, and enjoy instead of, don't look at the problems even. Sometimes it's just, let me just be, let me be. Or allow, it. well, it's really yeah. hard to allow yourself to be because again, that is it's like, true. oh, I have to, I have to do this. I have to do that. But I'm t- going to take a moment for myself. I feel guilty taking a moment for myself. No, you have to. I would say Self-care. the majority of people... Um, ever ever since I started meditating so many years, so many, many, many years ago, um, there are so many people afraid to sit alone. They, they're like, what's going on in my, with my mind so if, I, yeah. if I sit quietly? They, 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 they find it strange and they're uncomfortable with I, it. I think that's a really good point. And the thing is, is to anybody that does feel like that, that will lessen. The more yes. that you keep doing mm-hmm. it, it will lessen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that ego that, you know, it needs. That's the way it survives. The ego likes the chatter exactly. and the high energy the, buzzing. The, ego, the yeah. ego likes mm-hmm. a problem because right. problems need to be solved. Yes. And that's how the ego exists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's a defense mechanism. We've always got Fight chatter. We've got chatter mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another part to us um, that I always talk about that's the, the higher self, that quiet self or the essence of you that actually knows who you are and why you are and what's going, where you're going from here. There's a higher self that needs to be re-employed. We've had times in our history where we lived more from that higher consciousness, that higher self, than we did by the ego. And there's been a shift. They would, they've, um, they being, um, it's not only yogis, but um, even in archaeological climates, um, climes, they've talked about the fact that this age that we're in when technology started to come in a little more than 300 years ago um the more the technology the more we needed to we needed to be in the egoic mind for creating and it's the busy mind that that is actually the creative mind but the higher mind is still there and there should be a balance between the two <laughs> there we are the shadow and the light <laughs> the balance <laughs> and remember i'm not saying that the shadow is a bad thing i'm saying it may be the 
um, energy that hasn't formulated yet the chaos. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. You need the space. You need both. You know, mm-hmm. you need the energy of being busy, but then you need a space to allow something mm-hmm. to come up out of that. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? Um, that if you take something out, you have to put something back in, right? Oh, that was I mean, I, that was actually on the topic of healing. Yes, I was, I was. We were when we were talking. It was about if you remove an illness or you remove right, right. A, um, something that's a vacuum. not working for mm-hmm. you, you must you must replace it with something light or something that has a higher resonating energy. Mm-hmm. Yes, nature abhors a vacuum. Yeah, it, it's yeah. funny because I was actually just talking to another friend of mine <laughs> about, you know, especially people that, you know, sage and clear their space and or their person is that uh, there's this whole emphasis on that, like the clearing and people get kind of like really <laughs> militant about it. <laughs> Oh, I have to clean. I have to clean. Oh, that person was so negative, you know. And they all and they and they can get so you know adamant about it that they actually are like cre- creating more intense energy about how they have to clear out this negative energy. <laughs> they're um, leaving a trail behind exactly. them, exactly. <laughs> but as they're oh, the right. visual. So, so we were saying how so many people will focus a bit on you know, that clearing and that cleansing, but not that replenishing, putting the white light in or, you know, taking some rose spray, whatever it is that just, um, but then meditating. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, like your introduction to your show all the time, are you intentioning for your life? You know, if you're always focusing on what's wrong and how can I clear this negative energy and what's wrong with this person, you know, how many people will so often say, Oh, you know, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? You know, how many people say, Oh, what's right with me? Mm-hmm. You know, what's right mm-hmm. with this situation? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I mean, Sorry. obviously it's, uh, you know, if, uh, a, a, an idea that's really caught on is, you know, the law of attraction yes. oh, yeah. is, <laughs> yes. and, and people just, you know, uh, it's real, you know? Um, and, and so just remembering to just, Bring that balance back. Like you said, you have to bring the balance back into, okay, you know, a problem came up. Um, now, how do I go forward with this? And what do I employ for, you know, it's brought me wisdom. Um, yeah, it's what are the good understanding. things about this problem? Right. And now going forward. Right. You know, not staying stuck, not staying in fear, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, focusing on the solution. Exactly. Releasing that for the opportunity of why this thing, this thing came up, whatever it may be, for a reason. And it was a good reason. Um, I I also believe that um, the universe is a positive, loving place god is not out to get you no <laughs> i totally believe that yeah it's a it's supposed to be a loving yeah. energy so yes yeah. and so anything that comes up that we think is negative which to the ego is wait that wasn't in my plan i made plans you know <laughs> wait, wait it's supposed to just follow my plan if something steps in it was there it's the something is usually a good thing or you find out eventually that it's a good thing that something stepped in the way of a plan 
and brought you a new perspective. And that can be the illness, you know, that steps in and just makes you aware of, hey, your habits and your thoughts are out of alignment. And now your body is out of alignment. You know, we're just going to get your attention any way we can. Mm -hmm. And so when you're finally down and out and exactly you're coughing and hacking, I did get that flu. And Mm -hmm. I was so good. I had been I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm not going to get sick, uh, you know, and and um, I did not take care and I was putting myself under some very stressful situations and then I just went crazy and I ate like massive amounts of sugar for like three oh. days straight, <laughs> like ridiculous amounts. Like I should be like, you know, bigger than this studio, okay? I mean, I have the super high fast metabolism, but right after I did that, boom. I got that flu, you know, Mm. it's like I, I, you know, was mentally stressed and then I physically stressed my body with all that, you know, bad input. It's like if you put junk fuel in your car, you know, it's going to run. It's going to run down. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to run. It's going to break down. Yeah. So. What do you think about this? Um, Some, I was, uh, yet another show I was listening to on the radio. There's an actress, and I hope I have her name correct. I didn't see the spelling, but Eve Ansler is in uh, New York, and she's traveling around, and she's doing a show about the cancer that she got and her healing. This is a vagina monologues Um, lady, correct? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, she's doing another show, another one-woman <laughs> show then about the healing that she found from her cancer in particular. And um, this is lately. Um, and yeah. that um, she um, she's found that it, tra- cancer comes from trauma to her mind and from what she's seeing. All right. And I then, totally believe that. And that... Um, when she had to face it, and of course, that's when you, there you go, that's one of the places where you stop down and ask all the questions. What is this? Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? And she thought of all types of possibilities. But then she also had to ask, well, how am I going to heal from this? And she went the way of both um, allopathic or traditional Western medicine. And then she also used um, some more alternative methods but it always came back to her, and the realization was that, you know, ultimately she had to decide. And that's scary. I can, mm-hmm. I can understand that. That would be very frightening for people to say, well, should I go forward with the radiation, or should I go forward with this, that, or another thing? And yeah. if I don't, what will be the outcome? But it's all served to – it's, it's – um, um, I, I hope I would proceed with this grace, <laughs> but it's a it's a allowing your own inner compass, your intuition to work for you. But intuition doesn't work alone. You you have to have knowledge. So you gather your knowledge, and then you let your intuition work for you, um, and then you choose your practitioners that will work with you. That team. Um, and when I was listening to that, I was also thinking, well, that's also how I think of the universe. And every time we've talked about spirit guides, that's part <laughs> of your team as well. Yeah. That's, the, that's the team that's always walking with you because just as sure as you think you're just this entity that's a body walking around, you are spirit. And every other spirit is connected to you and working with you as well. 
So this allowing of, for meditation, is it isn't just a relaxation response. It is in a, a time, a chance to channel, to receive. Um, there has to be a time to receive that's different than an energy that's giving out. And healing mm-hmm. to me is part of that lesson about being in a place of reception. I love that. I just, I love what you said. It's Mm -hmm. so necessary for people to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And that meditation is, um, you know, what reconnects us to um, our guides and our soul, you know, because our, our, our source is always love. It's always healing. It's always the best possible yeah. self. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with her um, journey, but I will say quickly, because I know we're going to be wrapping up soon, is that I do have a friend who um, had stage four uh, breast cancer that was metastasized to the bone. And yeah. she chose to do all um, 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 non, non-traditional. non-traditional. Oh, and, and she, Holistic. and really, I hope that she will write a book or do some speaking on it because she, it took her a, f- a few years and she's now cancer free. Um, but she did a lot of different, um, types of healing. She saw a lot of different doctors. And she, one of the things that she said to me was, Lori, I've been in a lot of waiting rooms and I've seen, met a lot of people and a lot of people died. And I can tell you that the thing that makes the most difference is whether people are willing to look at their own stuff and people, and if people are willing to let go of anger Mm -hmm. and deal with their own issues, she goes, no matter what therapy you do, if you do not address those things, you will not survive. Mm, And you know, and it was such a, an honor to like see her as she was going through these you know through this you know passage in her life and and to see her triumph and also you know the transformation and that courage that it takes to face something like that and I also just want to um mention you've probably read um Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani no. oh my goodness no. if you guys have not I, I did that just come out um, no, it's been out a few years okay. and, and it's, and it's, I think it's a must read by everybody, uh, because her journey mm-hmm. is she has cancer and she was deathly afraid of it. She thinks she's going to do all the alternative. She ends up doing that. Then she has to do all the Western and she basically, the journey is quite amazing. And now she does do speaking. Awesome. Um, and her forward was written by Wayne Dyer. It's very, very oh, powerful. Um, okay. So anyway, so we're talking about healing. I would definitely re- recommend that book to anybody. What whether, was it again? Um, it's called Dying to Be Me. Dying to Be Me. And it's by Anita Morjani. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. I definitely want to check that mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I need a good I need a good book right now. Like oh, Lana was telling me. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were going to... Um, would you yeah. like to? Laurie shall was going to. Shall we have you? We were we were thinking of an intention, mm-hmm. um, um, an asps, <laughs> as technology is still yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. We move the phone out of the way, and yes, and we get down to, to something we can old-fashioned tarot cards. Yes. Um, here, let me do this for you. And we also have Bast okay. here. Yes. Oh, please. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about Bast for a moment while I shuffle oh, cards because ah. I didn't. Oh, don't, don't, okay. um, 
Oh, Bastet is a healing goddess, ancient Egyptian healing goddess. There were temples to cats. There were temples to cats in ancient Egypt. And Bastet and Sekhmet, also the lion-headed goddess, are considered goddesses of healing. So that's why we have Bastet here today. See, that's why I love asking you, because I went, wait a second, (laughs) going back in my files. (laughs) Take it away. (laughs) All right, so somewhere in there, if you'll choose, let's see, what intention? I was thinking um, a, a, a card for the day for whoever comes to listen to this um i am gonna i'm gonna choose a, a card, card for, for um, a card for all and and i will say um that uh as we have been speaking about healing laughter always the best me- medicine breaks <laughs> yes. everything up you don't take yourself so seriously so um let's see let's see what we've got here that can you know um inspire us and bring some levity so let's pick out our card for the day the hanged <laughs> man. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Perfect. That that is that is humorous in some ways because everyone looks at the hanged man and goes, "Oh no, I can't move anywhere." <laughs> right. But the hanged man is is an important card because it's not just being it, hanged man doesn't mean stuck in this case. It's something that we do to ourselves. Where when when the hanged man comes in. We hang ourselves up to gain a different perspective. So he's hanging upside down. So it's looking, looking left, looking right, looking around you, stopping, stopping to take a consideration of what all has been going on. It is an ultimate meditation card, I would say, in many ways, because hmm. you're stopping and you're asking the world around you and your own inner guidance system. You're coming face to face or coming terms term to terms with to terms with are you laughing at me no i'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just teasing. i'm so <laughs> laughing because this is exactly terms. what we've been talking about absolutely and, and to me it looks absolutely. like it's standing up straight so oh you're looking okay well here, and, and am i showing this to the audience here's the hanged man mm-hmm. and you may not want to meditate hanging from one foot but he's also considered the god odin who brought us the runes oh. and he hung up side down from the tree of life and all of that knowledge the knowledge of the alpha through the omega came out of him those are greek terms but in in his case and it, and it was the case that anyone could come by that tree and receive wisdom so that's what he's doing is receiving his knowledge and he's coming mm. to it from a place of hanging or holding still yay so there's that that would be a point to be made when you sit down to meditate it's not just okay here I sit and I'm uncomfortable and can I have to scratch can I scratch while I'm meditating yes of course you can but the point the point being that you're just sitting with yourself enjoying the present moment and allowing whatever comes to you to come and get to know yourself love mm-hmm. yourself get to know yourself absolutely Perfect. Right, and I love the the perspective of the hanged man. Is you're saying he's upside down, getting a different perspective, and that's often how we feel when we do get sick. 
That's is right. that we feel like the hanged yep. man. It's like, oh, my God, you've got to stop and get a different mm-hmm. perspective because you have ended up, you know, <laughs> in this, you know, pretty exactly upside down where you're like, oh, wow, let's take a look. Um, How did you get here with and, one foot in the air? <laughs> exactly. And I, but I love on this card that um, his, he's got the halo yes. around his head. So he's, he's in getting enlightened. He's you connected know? to his higher exactly. self and his higher spirit guides. Yeah, right. They're all and coming. To his consciousness. And he's hanging from a tree, which we've talked about getting out in nature and connecting to, you know, the life force outside um, out there in nature. And that's an alignment of, I always, for some reason, and it does come up, but it's also the alignment of your chakras, the kundalini that also, yeah. yeah, which is the life force energy that's flowing and surging. And he's ground, he's actually upside down too. He's grounding, mm-hmm. coming back to the earth. And then he'll be ready one day to <laughs> get it's his foot un- un- unhooked yeah. and <laughs> go on his merry way. Cool. He's in alignment, um, The looking at the tree, which is also about flow the left and the right side, the central column of energy, but he's upside down because he's connecting down into the earth where it's, you can consider it mother earth and where our healing is. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And then you were going to have something for us. Yeah. Just a short little thing. Um, It's um, I'm reading from uh, the book, the complete works of Florence Scovel Shin. Um, one of my favorite books. It's basically kind of like a metaphysical text of, um, you know, kind of uh, on the Bible, you know, certain passages from the Bible. And I just really like her um, take on this because it's a whole metaphysical bent. Um, mm. But in this in particular, uh, last night I was, before I was going to bed, I just open up the book every once in a while and see what's there. And I started reading. And since we were talking about healing today, I thought this um, – passage was really significant. Do not let your heart's desire become your heart's disease. You are completely demagnetized when you desire something too intensely. You worry, fear, and agonize. There is an occult law of indifference. None of these things move me. Your ship comes in over a calm sea." And so that to me is just so much about getting back to your heart and that when you stress and you desire something so much um, that it can overcome you and that can kind of, you know, when you're peaceful, everything is in alignment. Mm -hmm. So it's just basically, you know, similar to the hangman. Anyways, (laughs) so I know we're wrapping up. Thank you yeah. so yeah. much. It was such a pleasure you. to be here. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you again. This Thank is you. our second visit with Lori. We appreciate you so much. Oh, you guys. Thank you for joining us yes. in Cruising the Light and Shadow. This is Anana Moon. I'm Sheila Kichamarie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. Oh, Shanti.